When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buff Nation! Let's go! We're back, go, baby. Man. I've been dying to say that for a while. We're back, man. Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. every single day. It's good to be back, man. It's good to have you back, man. A short Thank residency you. performing at Twerk de Soleil. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I graduated. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Thank congratulations. you. Congratulations. Uh, you were in Vegas staying at Twerkus Twerkus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Matt McChesney and everyone who came on to help out with the pod, though. Uh, the Matt McChesney pod in particular, absolutely legendary. Yeah, he brought it. Yeah, he brought it that day. A hundred percent. It was it was awesome to have him. We'll definitely have him back on. Um, we're building like a, we're building a long list of guests that we eventually need to start circling back to, you yeah. know, and start bringing people back. So um, did uh, Bryce was great when he was on mm-hmm. John Snelson. Andre did a great job. Andre has like a fan club now. Let's go. They're like, oh, yeah. they're like, got to bring Andre back. So uh, Andre was, you know, trying to, he wants, he wants on the show. That's my guy. We can have him on. Yeah, yeah. Um, good to see everyone in chat too. I missed you guys. How Which, was Hawaii? It was good. It was good. Um, we were there for Oahu on the North Shore, nine days. A lot of fun. It was busy. We drove around a lot, saw a lot of things, but got some quality beach time, some great eats too. Nice. It was a good time. I know that you are a natural worker, not twerker, because <laughs> I could tell like day six, you started like tweeting stuff out and like, yeah. you were like, all right, I'm done. I'm done with the, the vacation. I need to get, I need to get back in the world. Yeah. It was hard for a bit. Um, especially like literally that last day coming back, I was just like on Twitter. That's when the Jack Bailey stuff broke and mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, we're back already. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get into it. Uh, but man, what a loaded show we have today. We're going to have a massive recruiting update. Uh, there's some realignment news, but first, Saturday, we had a scrimmage. We had some interesting press conferences. Start with the scrimmage, what we saw from Well Off. Yeah, shout out to Well Off. Uh, reached the people, obviously, for capturing a lot, uh, especially Bucky, was just giving us highlights. Mm-hmm. I mean, on highlights, on highlights, I feel like we got a, I mean, a good 15 minutes of just raw footage of, of the game. Or the scrimmage that they that they had out there, and man, uh, it looks like in the end the defense won the day. You know they had the offense running. We we gleaned that from reach the people, but guys making plays all over the place. You know mm-hmm. you've got like a big hit for a forced fumble in the backfield. You've got Travis cooking some kid <laughs> uh, that probably should never be guarding him. Uh, you've got you know. Shador's scrambling around. I just liked seeing guys make plays. It looked like this might sound silly to those of you who haven't been watching uh, for years, but it looked like real football. It did. And that's that's a step in the right direction. For sure. It was exciting stuff. Uh, Shador looked locked in um, from what we saw, at least, throwing dots as he does. Travis and Jimmy are just taking over and already look like the best players on the field. Yep. Uh, Charlie's doing his thing still. Uh, Hank had the fumble, but Hank's still running hard. Jaylee Stacks is running hard, man. Oh, dude, Jaylee hurtling the dude yeah. and finishing in the end zone—that fired me up. 
Yeah, lots of good stuff. Um, the press conference was... Or do you sell more? I was going to say something, and I just lost my train of thought. Well, I, you said you want to say something about Travis. So. Oh, well, yeah. We can't have white corners on Travis Hunter. <laughs> New rule. I don't even know who that kid is. I know. Just, like, maybe stick with Nico. Yeah. Um, you know, then those two are having a great battle out there. Yeah. I love that because they're, in the future, likely going to be in the same meeting room. Right now, they're in opposite meeting rooms, and they're mm -hmm. battling, and Bucky's, you know, telling Travis, like, Nico's locking you down right now. Um, but, yeah, um, it, it, we can't have Travis, you know, playing on rookie mode out right. there. Well, I mean, Coach Prime always talked about when he was in practice, he always wanted to go up against Michael Irvin. Yeah. So when does Travis and Nico just become the automatic matchup just every rep? Yeah, like, I can't wait for Cormani to get in yes. there. He can strap up. Um, so it was just cool. Uh, I, I what a unique opportunity we get to watch this stuff, thanks to Bucky and, and Darius, uh, and oftentimes <laughs> Neely. Um, hey, you someone's got to say it. Someone's <laughs> got to say it. You know, like, well, what are we doing here? Hey, good point. Good Just point. take a look at the league, and, you know, uh, you're not finding that. So, um, yeah, it was great to watch. It was, it was cool. Uh, Shador is just... I can't get enough of watching him throw. He has a play in there, something that I don't know if I've ever seen before, a changeup from yeah. a quarterback. Mm -hmm. He loads up like he's going to go deep, and you see, you know, I couldn't tell if it was quarters or cover three, but you see the boundary corner who has that deep zone just takes off because there's a deep crosser coming off, and then there's a shallow crosser right underneath, so he winds up and then just flicks it to the shallow cross, yep. you know, 20-yard gain. Um, just those little things you just don't see from, of a, from a quarterback, his age. So, um, that was exciting. That was really, really cool. And I thought there was a, I thought, I thought it was pretty even now. I know that, that the, that, you know, the end was given to the defense, but I don't think the offense has a reason to hang their head after that. No, I don't think so either. Um, but that throw from Shador, just a beautiful layered throw, man. Oh, so and that's good. what he does best. That video from Barstool from earlier last week, that 50-second video and that throw, the very first oh, yeah, throw. That came from well off, too. Oh, my God. The one, I mean, the you know you talk about ear-holing a guy. Yes. Whoever that linebacker is legitimately got ear-holed, just yep. heard that thing buzz <laughs> right by his ear. Insane throw. Um, let's go to the press conference, though. It was a... That was an interesting day for many reasons, but uh, Coach Prime said some things, notably about the roster as a whole. Alyssa, we have a tweet lined up. For those who haven't heard, uh, Coach Prime is not done building this roster. The team that we're playing with now is not the team that we're going to play with in Texas the first game. Do I need to say any more? It's not going to be that. It's going to be a lot of new faces. Now the new attitudes. A lot of new understandings. A lot of new wants and desires, and you got to have it. It has to be a sense of urgency. One of the things I talked about in the beginning was don't, don't allow yesterday to cripple you. And then you're fearful of tomorrow. While yet and still you're missing today. I don't understand that, but they will. The Change is coming, playing. man. Change is coming. Yeah. And if you ever doubted it, which we didn't, 
because we have learned Coach Prime, he only says it if it's true. Yep. But remember when he said to Neely, we're just we haven't even gotten started in the portal. Yeah. And at the time it was like, wow, really? I know. And now I'm like, all right, I believe him. <laughs> I, I always believed him, but now I see, uh, especially with the portal, as we learned. It's changed. Yes. In past years, it reopened in May, mm -hmm. May 1st to the 15th. They flipped it this year. It opens April 15th to the 30th. So set, mark your calendars for what is it, Friday? Yep. Mark your calendars. That's when we're back to the Wild West uh, and everyone is available once again. Saturday, actually. But yeah. Saturday. So look, this team, Coach Prime has had a chance to look at everyone now on the field on tape whatever very soon here if not this actually this week conversations are happening mm -hmm. hey look portal opens up on saturday it's probably best for your future if you go explore other opportunities we don't see it for you here and i'm i'm once again raising my expectations over time for how many players they can really get it's funny talking to people who aren't as familiar with what's going on they're like i thought the, the transfer portal already happened they're like no we won the first transfer portal yeah now we're gonna do it again mm -hmm. and there are certainly places on this team that need improvement uh depth of course just everywhere you need depth right um so you don't end up with that situation with travis hunter on the edge <laughs> and uh but but some some starting positions i think are are more than up for grabs and, you know, Andre and I talked about this on Friday, but they need to add at the tackle position. Uh, and I'm pretty, I feel strongly about that. Yeah. And so that's a position that they're going to have to go get. We know they're going to go get a big receiver. You might even go get another tight end. Uh, inside linebacker depth is, is weak. You know, you go on down the list and you're like, man, they might actually add another 15 players. Right. I mean, when we talked about Coach Prime getting hired here, it was obvious that the roster had to be redone, and that's what he set off to do. But I think it's just emphasizing, I guess, how bad the roster has been in previous years that you bring in, what was the number, 40-some new players, yep. including recruits, and he still feels like it's not there. I mean, he had this quote at the presser on Saturday, I want guys that love the game. I got to see more love for this game. We're looking for kids that are going to go 100 when we're not looking which means that there are kids on this team that aren't showing love for the game that aren't going 100. Yeah, 100%. And and that's not, that's true of everything, Jake. There are players in the NFL who don't love football. Mm -hmm. I never knew that until I started spending time in NFL locker rooms. And you realize, like, some guys are just here because they've been good at this, and they just continue to be good at this. And obviously the guys who make it to the NFL without loving the game are expensive you know extremely talented but there are guys who ball out in high school and get to college and, and they're there on a scholarship so they're not going to quit football but they realize like oh, i don't necessarily love this game and it's on every coaching staff anywhere to find those guys you know it's one of the biggest things that nfl teams are trying to figure out in the draft do you love this game yeah uh and when shador is the one setting the precedent for what love of the game looks like honestly you know get behind him and just do whatever he's doing yeah because you have a great leader who absolutely lives and breathes this game um but it also raises the bar for everyone you know if you're grading on a curve and 
the top end of the class is getting straight A's, well, guess what? You don't get any help on the curve. Right. Uh, and that's what it is for Shador. So, uh, you know, it's going to stand out if you aren't putting in that work. And again, those conversations are going to happen very soon. I think, I think we're going to be maybe even shocked by the number of people that are coming in and the number of people that are going out. Absolutely. Uh, one guy who does love the game, though, that you can just tell by watching him play, who we spoke to, Cameron Silman Craig. A dog. He's a dog. And you can't be a dog if you don't love the game. Right. They don't exist. Mm -hmm. um, because part of being a dog is just the desire to just go out there and eat on mm -hmm. every play. And that's just like something that comes along with loving this game. Um, he was fun to talk to, man. He's, I love his energy. And I don't just mean his energy like he's running around on the field. I mean his energy that he gives off as a person. Yep. Um, it's very just vibrant. He's happy, he's smiling. He, again, like we said, he loves the game. Uh, and I can tell, you know, why his teammates love him, why his coaches love him, because he's just a. Uh, He's a very bright personality who absolutely shines on the field. And uh, I think he's going to be a fan favorite. I think so, too. Um, that clip that came out, I can't remember when exactly. It was when I, when I was gone. But when they were doing the, I don't even know what drill it was. It was like defensive back tackling drill. And Coach Prime was like, you guys aren't hitting Cam. Get in there and show me. Mm -hmm. um, and it goes back to what you asked him at the press conference, you know, what does it mean to be a dog? And what he said was being a dog is just being the player that Coach Prime can count on because mm -hmm. he knows I am that, and I want to be that for him. Yeah, and Coach Prime was watching him answer that question, uh, so he was under extra pressure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, he's, uh, he's going to be just a tone setter for this defense. I think he's one of those guys who – We'll do something early in the game to get everyone real fired up. You know, you probably right. have him playing like that flat zone and maybe he blows up a screen early and like the crowd. Mm -hmm. He's just one of those guys, you know, he he's going to feed off of the Folsom crowd. And um, I'm, I'm super excited for him, man. He's and he's the only one I've seen so far talk shit to Shador. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he has yeah. that relationship with him and he likes to chirp and. They, you know, the first scrimmage you're at, they got a third, uh, third down stop, and he's just clapping. Yeah, too. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just I love it. That's an, that was another great quote on the screen from MLN. I'm a four down guy. No plays off for me. Going to have to deal with him every play. Um, and then shout out to the chat because people were comparing him to Bob Sanders in the chat, and that's who he said he watched along with Troy Polamalu and Tyron Matthew. Bob Sanders was so sick. He was. Um. Yeah, and, and Troy Polamalu, obviously. I mean, the guys that he comped himself to are. As good as it gets. Mm -hmm. uh, and he stayed with players at his own position, which is not apparently a normal thing right. around here because you saw the Dylan quote. No. So I asked Dylan because you weren't there. I had uh -huh. to ask your favorite question. Yes. And he said, uh, Debo. Um, he said, oh, man, maybe the oh, chat can help me that. out here. He said two wide receivers and Saquon. So oh, it was Debo, one other wide receiver. And then he came back to running back and said Saquon. Um, but it was just like, oh, another one mm -hmm. loves that positional versatility. That's awesome. Those are some of my favorite players. And uh, Dylan Edwards, early uh, favorite player for me on this team. Dude, I wonder how long he is from getting his number. Number one? I would love that. I would love it so much. I want it to happen. Now, 
And by the way, congratulations to me. I'll pat myself on the back yes, here. Well I done. called well done. Shane Cox. Uh, next one to get his number. Him and Travis, of course, got it at the same time. But what a beast. I'm a big fan of Shane Cox. And, and Travis. We've got to talk about Travis real quick because of, of that scrimmage. Felt like he was open on every play. And not only <laughs> when he had a serious advantage against who was lined up next to him. Um, how are, like, let's just say this. Second quarter. It's 14-14. You've got the ball. Eight minutes left. You're like, man, if we take, if we score a touchdown here, we can really mm-hmm. put the pressure on them. We get the ball back after half. How is Travis not on the field for every snap of that drive? I know. I know. He's a game changer, man. Right. And, and obviously, you're going to say the same thing when it's on the defense. How is he not out there? But... I just don't know how how are they going to figure out when to have him off the field. It's crazy. I mean, going back to JSU, he he can cover his ass off. We all know that. But when that guy has the ball in his hands, he's different. He's just different than most players in college football. I mean, he's like one of those rare prospects that you just watch immediately and you go, yeah, this guy's a star. Yes. And he's going to be that at yes. wide receiver. At everything. I, I, I want to know... What does that look like on game day? Because we can talk about it so much in theory right now. Mm-hmm. But so you let's say you put him out there and in that eight, drive I'm talking about, the eight minutes. Yeah. And you go down and score. But there's 245 left on the clock. Well, now you need to get that stop. So you hold on to that advantage you just gained. Mm-hmm. Are you putting him right back out? Like <laughs> you just, what have you, you've just played 10 plays on offense. He's going uh, right back out there to clamp up on defense and get to the half. This is where that third down corner thing comes in that we've been talking about, yep. man. But in such an important drive. Yeah. Yeah. They need to clone him. That's the only <laughs> solution. <laughs> I, I think we'd all be for that. <laughs> uh, Shador had a great Travis quote. He called him his youngin first off. Uh, but then he said he's been winning, getting open all the time. Having Travis on offense is an amazing weapon to have. Uh, Shador also had some other great quotes. He shouted out Jimmy Horn Jr., Montana Limonius, Craig, Caleb Mathis, and Cole Boschia. Is that what we're calling him? Yeah. Um, as players that have stood out to him on offense. Boschia, man. Yeah. Out of nowhere. He's mossing kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else did he say? That's about it. Um, but, yeah, it was an interesting press conference. Um if you watched it, I think you could uh, pick up the vibe there. Dude, we can talk about this because it's all over our comment section on YouTube. Yeah. And I said it last week, but I'll say it again. If you're coming to these press conferences, you got to come correct. And I know I'm just uh, I'm barking up the wrong tree here because these people do not care. But it's a constant problem of people coming unprepared to these pressers yes uh and it drives me insane i'm not going to throw anyone directly under the bus but because it's kind of come from all angles there are the people that and i I just want to explain it once more for the listeners there are the people that cover this team truly cover this team uh and and i'm i only put myself on the the back end of that because i'm not there every single day like guys like you and adam and brian and nikki and you know a few others are Mm -hmm. um but at least when I show up, I know what I'm talking about. Right. There's people coming every day that just don't know what's up. And and it just it it looks so bad to ask these questions, one that have been asked a million times. Yes. Two, like when you're talking about Coach Prime, 
to Shador Sanders, don't call him your dad. That's so weird to me. Yeah. Same thing as calling him Coach Sanders or anything else. Just say Coach Prime. Just call mm-hmm. him by well, that's what he's that's his that's what he's called. Yeah. Um, but man, it's it, I what kills me is that then you know we get lumped in with the god of, you know people in the comments are like I'm so sick of the Colorado media. I'm like, ah, we're in the room, but that you're not talking about us. Like I need our people to go in and be like, don't it's not DNVR, you know? Well, I mean, if they could just see us in the press conferences though, because you and I are exchanging looks the entire time that I, these things are going on. I literally hit Jake with like the gym looking into the camera yes. on the office, just Yeah. Are we serious? Yeah, it's it's really bad. But I mean, I think a lot of our listeners and viewers know that uh I think we have a good feel for it, and it's a lot of the people who are coming in, um, you know, once every now and then. Yep. Yeah, and also like these, those people aren't going to listen to this show anyway, right. so they're not going to hear this. But like, when you're talking to Shador, every one of your questions doesn't need to be about Coach Prime. Yes. Like, I, I'm sure he knows it's going to happen a little bit, mm-hmm. but like, we're getting like six questions about Coach Prime to Shador. Like, no, we're talking to the quarterback of the team. I yes. want to talk about him. Well, that's why your question was so great. And you could see him kind of light up when you asked that question because you asked him about his abilities, asked him about how he plays the game, how he, you know, perceives this offense, takes in Sean Lewis's coaching. And he wants to talk about that stuff rather than talking about his dad. What's up with the cowboy hat? Like, come on. Don't. (laughs) Good Lord. (laughs) We get like 10 minutes to talk to the quarterback. Yes. Um, All right. I think so. We should have practice tomorrow. I haven't got a schedule yet, um, but that's been kind of the schedule the past few weeks, right? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or at least it was last week. Yep. So And um, I think the first week. I can't remember. That was before <laughs> spring break. It was a yeah, long yeah. time ago. Anyways, shout out to our friends at Shady Rays. Uh, Shady Rays was my MVP for the last 10 days out in that Hawaii oh, sun, man. Oh, I bet. Constantly. I even have a little mark on like the side of my nose here from how often I wore them. From how much you were twerking. <laughs> but shout out to Shady Rays. Um, every pair of their sunglasses, polarized sunglasses, are backed by their lost and broken replacement program where you can get your Shady Rays replaced for free. Um, you can also go to ShadyRays.com and use code DMVR for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses or two plus pairs of Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Shout out Shady Rays. Love those guys. And then shout out to Game Time. Game Time is the place for last minute ticket deals. Uh, right now, the Rockies. We checked last night. My brother's in town. Mm-hmm. He wants to go to a Rockies game. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, start of the season, man. I don't know. We're down to six bucks. Already. Oh, yeah. We're going tomorrow. So, are we? Oh, yeah, okay. Maybe we'll see you there. There you go. Well, we might be pulling a Dude, double header. It's then. like, it's supposed to be 80 tomorrow. I know. It's a beautiful day here, by the way. Oh, dude. I mean, the first time the chat's ever seen me in shorts. Yeah. I promise I'll get some sun on these <laughs> legs so they don't blind you for too long. <laughs> um, but shout out to Game Time, the fastest growing ticket site or ticketing app in the country for a reason. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code DMVR for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code DMVR for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, you ready for this? This is a... Go ahead. I have one thing, and it was in the chat, but the chat's popping today, so it might be too far up. Someone said the Buffs' lack of size is concerning. And Jake, this is coming up everywhere. 
I truly, honestly, wholeheartedly believe the main reason why people think the buffs are small is because of the practice jerseys they're wearing. Someone said that, though, too. They mentioned the practice jerseys make them look small. The practice jerseys do absolutely make them look tiny. So I totally understand why people are watching these videos and going, man, those guys are tiny. They're not. When you stand up next to them in you know the practice facility, these guys are not tiny. They have big dudes. Like mm-hmm. if you look at the roster, if you look at you know uh, wherever these guys are being recruited from, like the size is fine. Um, they're obviously small at the yeah. positions where they're small guys. They're small. There's, you know, there's a few small running backs. They could stand to add size at, at wide receiver for sure. Um, but like the safeties are safety sized. You know, the corners are corner size. Mm-hmm. The offensive line is huge. Yep. And the defensive line is big. Like, even like Jalen Sami, who's like over 300 pounds, doesn't look that big out there. Right. So I think everyone can can just calm down a little bit on the lack uh, on the perceived lack of size. They're not they're not that small. Mm-hmm. They could definitely add size. Everyone wants to get bigger. You know, we'd love to see this team look like the SEC in the trenches. They're not there yet. Right. But they are not a small team. And, they've, you know, they've obviously gotten a lot bigger since Coach Prime got here. Uh, two things. One, just look at Shador. He's always tying his jersey in the back. Yeah. And then look at Travis. I mean, he's, like, tucking in his the jersey in the, the shoulder pads. Yeah. yeah. They're wearing big jerseys. And the other thing, whenever we get a new player, new recruit or anything – I always mention the weight and height and how it's many times always on par. Yes. Every single time. Um, so I have a theory about this though. Okay. Because people are like, well, why don't they get them tailored? <laughs> I think coach prime is, does this on purpose. Yes. I think he doesn't want, I mean, he's talked about it with the back plates, with the armbands and stuff. He's like, this is not a time for you to like get looking pretty to come out here to work. It's about just working. Yep. So, like, put on your work shirt and go to work. Yes, exactly. Then, you know, on on Saturdays, we'll get swagged up and get feeling good to go, you know, look good, feel good, play good, and then they pay good. Um, but I don't think I purpose – I think it's, it's all by design, and I'm confident that pretty much everything, if not everything Coach Prime does, is by design. He knows they look a little goofy out there. I, right. think, it's, I think it's on purpose. If they needed to get new practice uniforms, they'd be in and, and they'd be wearing them. They'll be wearing their numbers and different practice jerseys soon enough. Yeah. All right. You guys ready for this massive recruiting update? This 10 days of backlog of recruiting updates? Let's go. Let's Rattle it. it off. Um, we'll start off with a little bit of uh, unfortunate news, I guess, because five-star edge Colin Simmons, one of the, I think, top 15, top 10 players in this upcoming class, was going to attend the spring game. He announced, I think, months if not weeks ago that um but then he said he's out you know why he's out though why nil yes and he didn't i guess directly say that but it was it was it's strongly alluded yes. to in the in the uh, article and this is something i think everyone has to get used to now maybe this changes next year right mm-hmm. because they go out and they have an amazing season and then nil money is just rolling in for the collective and all of that stuff but also maybe not much to the surprise of the people who have lost a recruit to the buffs who just think that the buffs are just money bags you know and like coach prime's just paying these players out of his pocket or something um coach prime doesn't really play that game no and he doesn't want to play that game now he'll give you all the opportunities to 
capitalize on your brand. And we just saw, you know, the three players who did a deal with Phil Long Ford, um, stoked for them. And I think there was even another guy who has a, a car deal. Oh, Tyler Brown. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so Coach Prime is going to put you in a position to make money off of your name, image, and likeness. That's the point, right? That's what NIL is. He's going to grow your name, image, and likeness so that that is worth something to you. But he doesn't, as far as I'm concerned and as far as I've heard, he does not want to play the bidding war to get a guy game. Mm-hmm. And I love that about him. You know, it's going re- it's gonna to result in losing a guy like this. And I can't ever blame these kids for wanting to go and secure the bag. Um I mean, you know, if a school's throwing millions of dollars at you, you should go get it, especially for for a lot of these players that can do a, uh, just worlds for their family. For sure. So I won't blame those kids. But I'll say this. The kids who understand what Coach Prime is talking about, those are the ones you want here. Yeah. Because he's saying, look, I'll, you know, we'll get you set up. You'll be all right. And then I'm going to put you in a position to become the best football player you can be. So then you can capitalize on your NIL on your own, mm-hmm. and then you can go to the NFL. And the guys that do that are the guys who want to work yep. and the guys who love the game, and they're not in this for ulterior motives. So, again, we're going to lose out on some five-star kids because people are doing crazy things to get them. But the one that we get, the two that we get, the five that we get, are going to be the right ones that aren't going to flame out. For sure. Um, and on that, real quick on Colin Simmons, though, I mean, when he visited Texas – he made a big deal about wanting to play in state and stuff too. So I mean, I think there's more than the NIL. It's just I don't think Colorado was his fit, really. And that's, and that's fine. fine. Yeah. Um, but on the other side, some guys who are very committed to Colorado. Juwan Johnson. He put out a tweet uh, last week. I'm a hundred percent committed to Colorado. He must have been getting some calls and some offers, and uh, he wanted to make it known that he's not going anywhere. Uh, I'm hype on him. Yeah. He's a beast. Another guy, Winston Watkins. Uh, Winnie. <laughs> Bro. He's amazing. <laughs> I just want to, I'm like, come on. I know. Can you play next week? <laughs> I know. Um, he's going to be coming for the spring game on the 22nd. Um, and then we can get into this tomorrow more so, but Rivals put out an article uh, just today talking about how you know, he's gotten offers from Michigan and some other big name schools recently and how they're really trying to lure him away from Colorado. But he is already pretty damn committed, if not 100 percent committed to the buffs. Let's go. All right. Let's get well, into I'm more this. worried about holding on to Coach Prime than I am holding on to Winston. Right. Rockets. For sure. For sure. I mean, but he said as long as Coach Prime's here, he's coming. Yeah, exactly. All righty. Here we go. 2024 four star. Wide receiver T.J. Moore included CU in his top 13. Uh, Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State, Texas A&M, LSU, Florida, Auburn, Penn State, Tennessee, USC, Miami, Pitt, and CU. He is, yes, consensus or uh, composite four-star, 240th overall player, 36 wide receiver from Tampa Catholic, Tampa, Florida, 6'3", 190. Not bad. Let's go. Um, Next, we have... Oh, another spring game note. Jason Robinson Jr., the guy who was committed to USC for more than a oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's going to be at the spring game. And Coach Prime offered his younger brother, who is a wide receiver in the 2025 class, too. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, people don't realize what, what this spring game you know, is going to be. And, and that's what Neely said to us. 
and I've been trying to like explain to like my friends and family. Like I'm I'm at Easter dinner with my family last night, and we're talking about the spring game, and um, someone in my family was like, "Man, spring games are so boring. Like I can't believe everyone wants to go see that." And I was like, "This one's not going to be yeah, boring. This is going to be very." And different. I started naming off like some things that I've heard and haven't necessarily confirmed enough to say on this show of just like what might be happening. Mm-hmm. They were like, "What?" No way! Like yep. they just were, they had no idea. Yep, it's gonna be wild. I can't wait. I was getting excited on the plane home because I was just like, man, this is coming up. Uh, days. Caleb Odom, 2024 four-star tight end, 6'5", 205, 126 player overall in the class, eighth overall tight end from Carrollton, Georgia. He included CU in his top 12. Um, there's a few other top 12, so I won't read through all the schools, but he is on the radar. Next guy is 2024 three-star defensive lineman Jaden Jackson from IMG Academy. He included CU in his top 12, 6'2", 300, three-star composite player, 400, a high three-star, 481st overall player, 46th defensive lineman, has 30-plus offers. Then we got... Um, a guy that we've talked about quite a bit, Brandon Davis Swain. Yeah. He put out a top five, and CU made that. Uh, 146 overall player in the 24 class, 19th overall defensive lineman. Go Was ahead. he the one that put out the graphic <coughs> with all the coaches on yes. it? He's coming. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, if coach, if who you're, what coach you're playing for is high on your list. You know, because not everyone is that way, right? Mm-hmm. Some guys, playing time is their number one thing. Some guys, uh, the weather is their number one thing. Some guys, NIL is their number one thing. But when he put out the graphic and it had the pictures of the coaches on it, and, and I was like, well, that tells me that coach is really high mm-hmm. on his list. He's coming. Yep. Uh, so he's got Purdue. So he's got Ryan Walters there. He's got USC, Lincoln Riley, Auburn with Hugh Freeze, Jim Harbaugh at Michigan, and, of course, Coach Prime at CU. And Coach Prime just pops off that graphic. He does, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next guy. Guy we've talked about quite a bit, Kylan Fox. Last mm. week, put out a top six. CU made that. He is the 227th overall player, 17th athlete in this upcoming class. 6'4", 208 from Grayson High School in Loganville, Georgia. His top six, Florida State, Georgia Tech, Miami, Ole Miss, UCF, and CU. All southeastern schools. NCU. NCU. <laughs> and I feel confident about him. I do too. Um, very confident. Next guy, Tevis Metcalf. This is DK Metcalf's younger cousin. <laughs> he is a 2024 three star athlete, but he plays cornerback. Usually you want to be built different i hope he's built the same as <laughs> well, his cousin i'm gonna disappoint here 510 175 <laughs> 954th overall player 78th overall cornerback from parker high school pinson alabama 13 offers and then today 2024 three-star wide receiver nitarion or nitro tuggle includes you in a top 10 um and then I think this one came out today, Nitro too. Nitro is such a sick nickname. For a wide receiver, too? Yeah. Amazing. Um, so Nitro is 450. He's a high three-star also. 457th overall player. 67th wide receiver from Northwood High School. Uh, Napanee, Indiana. 63190. 
And then we have Jeremiah Beeman. He is a 2024 four-star defensive lineman, 95th overall prospect, 13th defensive lineman, 6'4", 265, Parker High School, Birmingham, Alabama. Has over 20 offers. Um, he included CU in a top 10 today. Uh, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Tennessee, Auburn, Texas, Ole Miss, Florida State, Florida, and CU. Someone said top 13. Why do they make these weird top lists? I agree. I It's so weird. I don't know. Top 10 is like got to be the max. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I guess put out top 13, then you get 13 schools, 13 <laughs> different fan bases liking your tweet. Yeah, that's true. But at a top four, you only get four. <laughs> that's true. Very true. Um, and then this guy, he visited, I believe, last week. First name again, Epinesa. Oh, uh, Yose. Yose Epinesa. He is a five-star 247 sports composite defensive lineman, the younger brother of AJ Epinesa, who was a first-round pick to the Buffalo Bills in 2020. So that is not the exciting family tie for Yose Epinesa, though it is great. <clears throat> that he is the younger brother well, of AJ Vanessa. His cousin is a guy by the name of Max Tuiati Mariner, who was one of the highest rated CU commits of all time. Mm. He just destroyed his knees. It was actually really sad. Uh, and he never, you know, really got to play. But he came to CU. He actually hung around CU for a long time, was involved in the program. And Salah Nessie. The late, great Sal Anessi is his first cousin once removed. Wow. And then he also has additional, quote-unquote, family ties. This is all from Adam Munster-Tiger. Uh, to current buffs, Zion Magale and Oki Salavea. So he is very, wow. very well tied in with the buffs. Um, and, I mean, legitimately related to the McCartney family. That's crazy. And when he was there, they had Coach Mack. Yeah. So pretty uh pretty good good chance at least uh, you know of hanging on mm -hmm. when it comes to him. Um coach Prime was taking pictures with the entire family and uh Yose? Yose. Yose. Um so there you go. It's going to keep an eye on 2025 five star though. Then we had 2024 three-star offensive tackle Ashton Murphy visiting CU. This was fairly recently. Um he is rated Fairly high three-star, 616th overall in the nation, 49th offensive tackle, a slender 6'5", 240 from Elkhorn South in Omaha, Nebraska. Let's pull him out of, pull him out of that shithole. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then another guy who actually already visited in January, on January 27th, Kareem Harden, 2023 Juco offensive tackle. Kareem Harden sounds like a, a creative player in NBA 2K. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got the post skills of Kareem with the perimeter skills of Harden. Uh, and the handles, too. 6'5", <laughs> 290. Um, so 2023 Juco kid. So, I mean, already been to CU twice. He coming? Let's get him. There you go. Um, and then one final one. I saw someone mention it in the chat. This came out so literally like an hour or two after we talked to Tyler Brown, the last show I was here. Former Jackson State linebacker Jarenti J.D. Davis declares his intent to enter the transfer portal. He played in all 13 games for JSU last year. He had 58 total tackles and 7.5 tackles for a loss. 
And in 2021, he was JSU's fourth leading tackler with 68 tackles. Off ball? I believe so. Okay. They need help there, so that would make sense. Um, <clears throat> that's about it. Because, obviously, we Dre and I talked about this, but Levante and Demoy, that's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that that if those guys hold up, you should be okay. Yep. But you need some some reinforcements behind them and, you know, guys that you can rotate in and out with them that you trust out there. There you go. There's your recruiting update. That was big. It's a lot. Appreciate you. I got you. You, you helped us out. Huh. No problem. Um, let's talk some realignment. But first, shout out to our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. Um, I miss Breckenridge Brewery. I haven't had a Mountain Beach Sour in like 14 days. I'm feeling a severe drought right now. Got a six-pack of those in the fridge right now it's amazing Yep, best beer from them well and you know perfect go home <clears throat> five o'clock oh sun yeah sun is setting and it's still 70 degrees out beer yep it is mountain beach sour season for sure uh you can try out the avalanche amber ale sitting right in front of us the best amber ale on the market right now just head on over to breckenridge or breckbrew.com use their beer locator and you can find a breck brew near you shout out to those guys and then shout out to fubo tv Fubo TV has 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. Um, easy place to watch the Avs and the Nuggets on Altitude Sports. I've been using my Fubu. I use it a lot in Hawaii, actually, because well, local yeah. TV out there is pretty trash. Yeah, so, I, I assume. Uh, shout out, <laughs> shout out to Fubo. Uh, watch the Nuggets and the Avs using Fubo TV. If you use the link in the description, you can sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. And then finally, shout out to our friends at Backus and Shanker. Backus and Shanker are here to help Colorado families. I've been doing so for more than 25 years. Best part about them, no upfront fee to speak with them about your case, no fees while they work on your case, and no fees unless they win your case and win money for you. Backus and Shanker have won over $1 billion for their clients and have neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, and Fort Collins. They will help you with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks can even help if you're injured at work. Hit that Shador line, 222-2222 today. Box and Shanker wins. Sean uh, in the comments, knowing some uh, Colorado whiskey. So he's ordering a strand of hands. I'm going to put you on to a different local brand. Right now? Well, I mean, sure. Laws. Oh. Laws. We're going to get you on the Laws. Well, Sean's coming out for the spring game. Yeah. Um, when I posted, when we went to Blake Street on Saturday, I posted my picture, and Sean was like, damn, I was hoping they'd make it for the spring game. Oh, but dude, such a bummer. I will, uh, I'll never forget Blake Street Tavern. Legendary. I might forget that night that we had there on Saturday. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. Um, okay, we, we, we will get to your guys' questions. Get those in now. Hit that thumbs up button while you're at it, too. Let's talk about realignment, though. Um We've spared you guys for quite a while not talking about this stuff. Yeah, Dre and I mentioned a, a Jason Shear report, which yes. I told everyone to take with a grain of salt, but that's about all we got while you were gone. Um, well, looks like we're <laughs> Pac-12 talking to the CW. You can't share a TV channel with the Live Golf Tour. <laughs> oh, that's where it. they do it? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you hear Jim, Jim Nance threw a little shot... Uh, uh, at Brooks the other day. Really? He goes, uh, Brooks is walking. He goes, you can see Brooks there on the CW, the crosswalk, of course, <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> That's like, hilarious. Wow, got him. Oh, Nance is a legend. Um, today, though, 
trying to find it. There's an article from Andrew Martian that came out. Um, just a, I mean, wasn't really focused on anything. It was just kind of like a mailbag type thing on all sorts of topics. But he did touch on the Pac-12. Andrew Marchand of the New York Post. He said, The Pac-12's media rights agreement won't be completed until late spring or early summer, according to The Athletic. And, I mean, the timeline for this media deal just keeps on getting pushed further and further back. <clears throat> Not good Not news. Good. Not good. He adds on, though, that he will add this to the conversation around potential defections from Pac-12 to the Big 12. Watch Colorado. Wow. How, inter how interesting that Colorado is now essentially like the linchpin, right? Yeah. Where it's almost like, I, I assume behind the scenes, a little bit of a, not a bidding war per se, because there's nothing that they can necessarily bid for, but a tug of war mm -hmm. for Colorado. Like, you know, the Big 12 has our ear and the Pac-12 is trying to hang on because... If the Pac-12 were to lose Colorado, then it's going to be a mass exodus, I think. Yep. Um, you, all of a sudden, you're down to nine teams. Um, and, you know, you've lost Coach Prime. But really, I just think it's one of those things where if Colorado leaves, that will be the final straw where, you know, the Arizona, Arizona State, Utah especially yep. are saying, okay, we got to go. We got to go before this thing just collapses on our head. Um, and then also, Sorry, Connor. <laughs> also, um, news or maybe not news, but the Pac-12's deputy commissioner, Jamie Zaninovich, is leaving the conference this week after nine years to join the private sector. This guy um, apparently spearheaded a lot of the basketball stuff. He set up that SWAC series that they have right now. Okay. Um, he helped get them to a 20-game in-conference schedule. Okay. Um, he's worked... With the Dallas Cowboys, Buffalo Bills, Oakland A's, he's leaving sports though, or not sports entirely, but like the professional collegiate All area. Right. One of the that's biggest. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. That's not good news for them. No, not at all. Sinking so, ship vibes for sure. Yeah, literally. Um, and then Brett Yormack, or uh, what's it, Brent Yormack? Brad Yormack? I don't know. Yormack, the commissioner of the Big 12. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, yeah. He's been. Uh, aggressive still talking about expansion so uh man i want to be a, a fly see. on the wall in those conversations i want to know what rick george is saying to those requests yep um rick george has been an adamant defender of the pac-12 as you would expect but yeah we'll see how that all goes talk Guys, to the people yeah talk to the people i was gonna say hit that thumbs up button also damn we are, they really were glad you're back they're crushing it today let's get are. to 300 but also, we're only down to 4.6 again on Apple Podcasts. Oh, uh, what? So the best way to help us out, again, guys, go on to Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We would appreciate your five-star review. It's, all, it's really the best way to help us out right now is bumping those ratings up. We'd appreciate it. Um, wow. Someone hit us with a bad review? I don't think we've had a bad review in months. I don't think a bad review, but we haven't been getting all five stars, apparently, because it's going down. We were at 4.7, briefly. <laughs> Dre's in here. He's pointing. Is it my fault? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Go read the review. No, because on the ones that you can read, all of our recent ones are five stars. But you can leave a review right. without yes. leaving a comment. Yeah. Well, let's get that baby cranked up. Yeah. Also, Spotify, you can hit us with a review there. We have five stars yep, on Spotify. Yep, perfect five stars on Spotify. Keep it rolling. 
All right, Alyssa, whenever you're ready, we are ready to talk to the people. Ice TV, are y'all going to be at the next scrimmage Saturday? Busting with the Boys podcast will be there. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, if we get invited, we'll obviously yeah. be there. Um, but who, who knows? Um, yeah, stay tuned. Uh, hopefully tomorrow I'm there at CU, but I'll have a schedule that we can share. Hell yeah. Rex. Seems like not many numbers will be given out. What's your guess? Um, by the spring game? They've got to have most of them out by the spring game. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine, was it Chris Fowler and someone else? Just like, who, who is that that just caught yeah, the ball? Yeah. Like, that's not going to happen. Oh, that's true. I hadn't even thought about them having to talk on the broadcast. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, that is, that's got to be taken care of. Yeah. Um, Shador mentioned it when talking about playing another team for the spring game. The question that you originally uh -huh. asked the coach prime and then did someone else ask it to Shador? Um, I can't remember. I was locked okay. in the tweet mode during the Shador. Okay. One. <laughs> um, Shador was asked about it. He's like, yeah, it'd be nice to just like see numbers and know like who's who's wh imagine being the quarterback. Mm -hmm. You're out there looking like is that an edge yeah. is that a nickel you know like well practice moves so fast they rotate in so many wide receivers he probably doesn't even know he's throwing to half the time god that's <laughs> that has, has to not be fun no um what else do we got from our guy sean what are you guys thoughts on gage ginther's commitment to tennessee really hoped he would have committed to the buffs but now my dog is gonna have to bust his ass the next three to four years damn um, did not hear about that that's a bummer yep yep so this is one day ago actually uh, committed to Tennessee, obviously, but it's still Our really, guy McChesney really was putting the full-court press on him. He was. Tough. Um, literally just yesterday, so or two days ago. Oh, we got time. Plenty of time. Um, Tennessee's an interesting interesting one. Tennessee's kind of coming up, man. Yeah, they are. Will it rain or snow? Do coaches' sons get free tuition? Can CU save two scholarships with Shiloh and Shador? I don't think that's how it works. Um, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, I mean, like with Caleb Mathis, like a preferred walk-on, I guess, technically, is like... Well... But that's not a scholarship player, so... Yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know. But I assume you don't get to uh, skirt the scholarship situation. Right. yeah. Um, and I wonder if there's even something in place, like, where even if they wanted to, they couldn't make them walk-ons. Mm -hmm. um, but maybe there is. I don't know. I just... I, I wouldn't do that. I don't think that would be right. Yeah, for sure. Especially, yeah, the quarterback of your team. Yeah. Not being on scholarship. He's a, he's a you know, power five scholarship player. Yes. Uh, Lawrence with the super chat. Over under who from last year makes the cut? Just based on practice, I think the team will be fine on quarterback. Who do you think will be next to get a number? Um, okay. Over under on who from last year's team makes the cut? We'd have to know how many are on right now. Probably, so what? They're up to like 98 scholarship players? Yeah. So you'd have to like imagine 50? at least 50, 60 if you include walk-ons like Boschia. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think 15 more are going. I yeah. also, Jake, have been thinking about this. I wouldn't be surprised if one, maybe two out of the, the most recent class actually don't stay around after spring. Interesting. Yeah. Especially wide receivers, because they really loaded up there. Yeah. 
And that's that and that's what I I'm mostly referring to transfers though. Oh, okay, okay. Um who be next to get a number? Um yeah, make your claim. If Coach Prime wants to send a message, I think, to loving the game and wanting dogs, give Charlie Offerdahl a number. Mm, mm. What about Cam? Cam should get a number, too, very soon. If he picks seven, though, how does Cormani feel about that? Should have graduated high school early. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am going to say Shador's next. It's an easy pick, He's, but yeah. it's got, I mean... He's got to be up there really soon. Um, Alfredi, Jake and RK, what do you think about bringing in the OG from Kent State? Will that impact Big T Brown? We talked about this a lot on Friday if you want to go back and watch that show. But it's a competition. I don't know. Everything's mm -hmm. a competition. No one, no one is, uh, is getting their spot given to him. I know that you're not going to outwork Tyler Brown. Right. So, you know, um, we'll see what happens. But... Tyler Brown certainly doesn't shy away from a challenge. And he was all swack at one point, too, so yeah. he can play. Um, but on Jack Bailey, I mean, a lot of you guys, a lot of fans have been asking, we need to reinforce the trenches still. You got another one, and a yep. guy who's familiar in this scheme and can pull around and smack some people in the face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next question from Rob G. Uh, linebacker, O-line, and D-line is the focus for the transfer portal. What do you guys think? Um, well, Kind of just said it there with O-line. Uh, D-line, you could definitely use some help, I think. Yep. Um, I think what you said, Ryan, linebacker is definitely a position that you could use some help at. Um, maybe another tight end, too. Tight end and wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, Shane Hook's coming. So. Someone in the comments said, uh, commitment on the 15th, hashtag Ole Miss. Really? I think it was Lawrence, maybe. Interesting. Right when the portal opens, huh? Yep. Oh, do, you, do you think we get a Shiloh commitment on the 15th? <laughs> I hope so. That'd be lit. It would. Um, next question. Spring game tailgate. Do we... Uh... We're still... We still got... We're st <laughs> okay. <laughs> Soon. You'll know. We'll lead the show with it when we have there it. There you go. There you go. Um, and then Jay's... Jake and RK. Is Tyron Taylor good... Y'all never bring him up. He was on the team last year, and he already lost his number to J5. Um, Tyron Taylor, I, if I remember right, I'm pretty sure he's one of the guys that switched positions at some point, either from safety to cornerback or cornerback to safety after um, they got ravaged with injuries throughout the year. Um, he wasn't bad. I, don't I like think. him on special teams. Yeah. It's about all, that's, that's what I got. Um, and then I saw another super chat in there, Alyssa, if you scroll up. From Lamar. He said, welcome back, dude. Thank you, bro. Hey, Appreciate you. How nice. Um, That's it. All right. It's good to be back. It's great to have you back, brother. Thanks, man. This, uh, was, uh, this was fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. And we're just about to crank it up. Yes, sir. From now to the spring game. Get ready, man. But we're close. We're close to announcing the plans for the spring game. Um, I don't think... Whatever. Soon. Soon. Um, yeah. Keep an eye on my Twitter. I'll let you guys know if I'm going to practice and stuff tomorrow. And then, obviously, we'll have a show around 3 p.m. We'll see you then. Sco Buffs. Sco Buffs.